I'm Adrian Voicell. I'm a creative business owner. I actually own a digital marketing agency where we specialize in creating video content, written content, websites, brands. We do a lot of rebranding. I've been doing that for the last 15 years. My career has been pretty wild, pretty fun. I've been able to get on amazing stages. I've been able to meet amazing people in Hollywood and just have done some really cool stuff over my time. And I just would have never imagined being here coming from the place and the background that I came from. So I'm just super grateful, super blessed to just have this opportunity to share this with you guys. I'm actually grew up with my grandfather and my grandmother for the first four years of my life. They were the ones that raised me. My dad and my mom split when I was just a baby. Didn't meet my mom until I was much older, about 17 years old. Got raised by my grandma and grandpa who were a huge influence on me. My grandfather was a retired military veteran who had a video business. So I got to watch him early on in his career, run his video company from his garage. And I know he had some good success there just from conversations with my dad. That kind of planted the seed. I was already a natural entrepreneur. It's just who I am, but it took it a step above when I saw my dad running businesses. And I was like, all right, if this guy can do it, I can definitely do it. As soon as I could, I started my first business at a really young age, just doing graphic design for nightlife events and bar owners, restaurant owners, and even small businesses and ended up opening up a brick and mortar retail shop. That brick and mortar retail shop found success really quick just because of the experience. People would walk in, sit down with me. I'd ask them questions, really specific questions. And then I would be able to actually design right there in front of them. And they'd walk out with a finished product that day. So that was my first business. And a lot of that was, I think, inspired by my grandfather who raised me. Unfortunately, he passed away when I was just a kid at a really young age from a heart attack. And I ended up living with my dad and bouncing around. But long story short, I ended up as a homeless kid at 16 years old, sleeping on park benches, eating beefaroni out of a can and just having to learn how to basically hustle my way to survive. And it was just really a big part of my grit that I've developed over the years. And as an entrepreneur, it requires a lot of perseverance, a lot of just pushing through pains. And we go through those, even our good seasons, we're always going to have some sort of new challenge and new level that we have to get over. They say new level, new devil. So I've been able to really just push through those pains, push through those challenges because of that grit, but also because of my faith. I'm a faith-based person as well. And that's why my agency specializes today, specializes in working with only social impact brands that are doing some sort of good in the world. I got to the point where I just didn't really feel like the agency world was that rewarding for me because it's a thankless job. And I was like, this, I just need to do something a little different with this. And I had this kind of big aha moment where I realized that social impact was something, whether helping at risk youth or helping veterans, whatever the cause was that I was, those are the kinds of people that I really wanted to surround myself with and do business with. And so I just pivoted my agency fully into that. And it's one of the best decisions I ever made. What would you do yeah. differently? Would you learned a lot over the years. What would you do differently now? If you were to start from zero back then, knowing that you could actually get to this level and be this successful, what would you change? What's cool about that question is that it allows us to do some deep introspection work, which is what I've been doing the most of over this last couple of years, more than ever. I've been doing that for about a decade, but to the level I've been doing it the last two years is really deep as a person. And there's a truth and a reality to the fact that 90% of our business problems are personal problems. And we chalk them up as business problems, but they're not. Things that limiting beliefs, working from scarcity mindsets, working from a place of lack, or being afraid, to take the next move or take a risk, right? Or be even being too zealous, which I've done in the past. And if I were to look back at the beginning of my career and rewind 15, 16 years ago when I first started, I had such a lack mentality that I was just going to figure it out on my own. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you think that all of your parents' experience amounted to nothing, like it didn't matter. It was the same kind of mentality as a young adult starting my own business at 19 years old of, I'm just going to figure this out on my own. I just want to figure it out on my own. I'll figure it out. It was just such a naive way. I extended out my period of being able to get success 
by years doing it that way. I only hurt myself. I didn't hurt anybody else, right? I took away from somebody else being able to come in and help me and give me that extra opportunity. I also took that away. I robbed myself of that opportunity as well by not investing into a coach, into consulting programs, into mastermind groups. Like I didn't really even know that stuff existed on the level that it does today. And so I wasn't really pursuing personal growth or business mentorship or masterminds or anything like that. So I was just trying to just making a mess along my way, just making mistakes and okay, don't do that again. Okay, make another mistake. Don't do that again. And just learning from that. But I could have sped up the process and shortcut it by many years and saved myself a lot of headache, a lot of burnout, a lot of burnout comes along with that. So I would say definitely hiring a coach and a mentor as soon as you possibly can that understands not just like a certain area. It's good to have a coach in marketing and a coach in speaking and a coach in these different sales, right? But you also want to get a business advisor, a business mentor that understands things like EOS, the entrepreneur operating system that can walk you through the different funnels and phases of your business from sales, marketing, operations, fulfillment, and finance, right? These are the really key areas. I didn't understand that these were even departments in the very beginning. I was just like, I have a great service. I fulfill it. I make the customer happy. They tell their friends about me. I collect the money and on to the next one. And I didn't see all these different phases. So I got myself into issues with paying sales tax on time. And I got myself into issues with managing employees and building a team. There's just so much to learn along the journey that you can't, if you want to do all yourself sure but you're gonna you're gonna delay your success by 10 15 20 years potentially longer you may not even get there because you're just in your own way and so that would be the first thing i would say is get yourself a mentor and advisor the second thing is you got to start reading every book that you could possibly get your hand on even if, if it sucks even if you could just pull one nugget out of it it makes it worth it obviously you want to try to focus on the books that are the better books that are going to be of higher value that are proven like gino wickman's traction or the ultimate sales machine by chet holmes or any gary v's books grant cardone's books are pretty good too. So there's so many books that you can read out there that can really change and start to change your mindset and shift your identity from lack mentality, which is what a lot of entrepreneurs face is that lack mentality. That would be the second thing. And then I would say the last thing that I would probably do differently is tracking more of my financial side of my business. That's been mm -hmm. an area that I've been so focused on just delivering the good result and meeting more people that I've never really had to worry about that part as much. But what you don't track, you can't really grow as, as well as you do. So now I literally track everything. I track my personal expenses, how much I spend on going out to eat versus how much I spend all in the spreadsheets and in apps that I use. And so tracking that, it's like these subscriptions that we pay for as digital marketers, agency owners, they add up. It's 20, 20, 20, 40, 50, 20, 30, 40. And the next thing you know, you got $500 a month coming out. That's $6,000 a year. So really keeping a track of your finances. And that's one of the biggest things I think gets a lot of people. What are some of the big tools? What are the tools that you're using on a daily basis to manage your business? The tech stack I use, like I think a lot of digital marketers, it evolves and changes pretty regularly. But for the most part, there's the fundamental stuff that never goes away. I get a little nervous of this because people get so caught up on the tech stack. Oh, if I just do go high level, I'm going to be successful. And if that is not the yeah. truth. You could do the same thing with Zoho. You can do it with Pipedrive. You can do it with Slack. You can do it. My brother's running a million dollar a month roofing business right now on Trello. So I don't really want to hear that the tech stack is the big thing that's going to help you change or make your business successful. That has nothing to do with it. It's the wow. foundational principles and strategies and planning. That's the number one area. And that's really what I want to speak of. And I hope everybody takes yeah. away from this conversation today is it's the most important thing is the planning phase of your business. This is where everybody tries to shortcut it. They just, oh, it's in my head and they just start to go execute it and they don't end up anywhere near where they wanted to because they didn't have a plan. Even an airplane that's taking off from airport, just one degree ends up in a different part of the world than what you want. So having that plan allows you to have something to go back to and look at and refine and improve over time. And so I think with my tech stack is I have my foundational principles first and then I use those tools 
on top of that. It's not the other way around. So Zoho is a big one for me. My entire agency runs on Zoho from Zoho Books, Zoho Project Management, Zoho CRM, Sales IQ, email marketing, like everything. And I've saved myself a lot of money. That's how I've been able to increase my cash flow of cutting all these other subscriptions out that I was paying before. I was at Active Campaign and QuickBooks and all these different things. And I just consolidated it all into one with Zoho One. I use Hrefs for SEO. That's a really game-changing tool. Bright Local for local SEO and SEO optimization. We do quite a bit of that in our agency. And then of course, almost anything Google, right? A Google G Suite, Google Ads, YouTube Ads, it all is the most, like I would say Google Business Profile is one of the most important pieces in your tech stack that most entrepreneurs are not even really fully leveraging. Like 10, 20% at most is what I see on average. Those are the main ones. And then I have some of my own internal softwares that my team has built for lead generation on LinkedIn and a few different things. But those are the big ones for me is Zoho and, and just my CRM system. You said people think the CRM or a system or a software is going to make their business. And you can get into this optimization overload of your constantly trying to optimize, optimize, optimize. You could spend your entire day trying to optimize your systems when you're really not doing the fundamentals of filling that system or pipeline. Chat GPTs and the mid journeys yeah. and all the stuff that's the cutting edge, the most latest and greatest. And those are great. And they save us time, which is extremely valuable. But the most important thing is that you have a clear vision, a clear path, a clear direction for what you're trying to accomplish. And it's documented like that without an mm -hmm. actual written plan, how can you expect it to be successful? What I use an analogy is like trying to freaking play darts with a blindfold on and you only got 10 darts. Good luck hitting the bullseye. You don't have an unlimited mm -hmm. amount of darts to just keep throwing until you hit it. That's mm -hmm. not the game that we're playing. We got to, we only got to get it in a certain amount of throws and 10 would probably be a lot for some of us. Sometimes some of us, we only got three darts. So making sure that you're having all the opportunities, it only takes an hour or two to put that plan together up front. And then once you have that, now you have clarity, which is one of the keys to businesses most people are missing. Want to switch the focus maybe a little bit. Talk cool. about the creative aspect of things. You're a creative guy. How do you see yourself as a creative and what's your creative process or anything related yeah. to that? That's the fun part of the conversation. I had a conversation with somebody about this the other day of like how I became a salesperson. I didn't become a salesperson by doing sales trainings or Jeremy Miner's NEPQ or any of that amazing stuff, reading sales books, like had this natural ability from a really young age to just love people and to actually care about what they were talking about and listen to what they were talking about. And when you actually genuinely listen, it's amazing what people will say and the things that they'll reveal to you. And the more that you're willing to be vulnerable and share on your side, they open up even more. And then you just keep going down the rabbit hole and you have these deep conversations that lead to a real connection. And next thing they're sharing stuff about their family and their wives and their past traumas and their childhood traumas and their abuse and things like that, that really get to the heart of who they are. And that's one of the secrets to what I do in my business and creating brands for people is getting to the heart of who they are within their story. So my story as a creative is I was drawing pictures, drawing on cars, doing all kinds of artwork in elementary school, running my own rake, raking leaves and power washing business when I was a kid. Like I've just always had that kind of mentality, but art was always something that I was super passionate about. Something I was like, okay, someday I got to figure out how to, how to make money out of this. So when I got into high school and started doing video production to follow my grandfather's footsteps, I realized I was like, man, if I could take my artistic abilities, combine that with the video side, like that could give me something, a really unique angle that nobody else had, having no clue, a knucklehead in high school. And fast forward, I started doing nightlife flyers, making flyers for nightlife events that I was doing because I was throwing some events on the side and having fun partying at the 18, 19, 20 year old age and made good contacts, built really good relationships and just like, sure, I'll do your flyer for you. Sure, I'll do your flyer. Next thing you know, I'm started at $30 a flyer and the next thing you know, I'm at 150 a flyer. 
And then my mentor came and was like, dude, this is your knack, man. You got such a good skill for design. You need to go double down on this. Stop doing the nightlife stuff. Just focus all in on this. So I listened to him, took his advice, went all in on that. That's when I opened up that retail brick and mortar shop that I had and just started sitting down face to face with people and trial by error, just doing design after design. In two and a half years, I had over 3000 clients I had designed for. Right. So I put a lot of repetitions in and then about, I'd say two and a half years in, I had hired a web designer to come and work on my team. And he knew SEO, which was still early in the game and SEO and you're talking about 2006, 2007, 2008, that time period. And so even up to 2010. And so I learned everything I could and just soaked up all the information from his web design experience and started building my own websites and learning how to code. And then basically now I have coding, I got video, I got graphics. Oh, and now I learned the skill on SEO and how to actually rank myself for my printing company. So I just leveraged all those skills and started stacking skills, which is the big part. I'm a creative, but I'm also what I call a skill stacker. It's my thing that I've been talking a lot about lately is just stacking these skills. 2011, after I sold my company, I went to Chicago and learned how to do Google ads, right? I'm like, okay, now I got sales, marketing. I got some marketing experience. I got the graphic design skills. I got printing experience. I got all these web design, SEO, Google advertising. I'm gonna go out and do consulting. And so I was able to get my foot in the door with a company thanks to my first mentor that I had. He opened the door for a home improvement company and we scaled that company from 800 grand to 22 million in just over two years. And I did everything. I did yellow page ad designs, vehicle graphics, storefront designs, door hangers, yard signs, brochures, business cards, you name it, I pretty much designed it. And so I just, I've put in so many hours, so many reps, if you will, into becoming a designer. I still to this day don't think I'm the greatest designer out there. When I have somebody else on my team design for a past client I designed for, they're like, nobody does it like you. And I'm like, that's a hard, that's a hard kind of standard to, to get people to live up to. And especially when people don't want to pay a lot of money, but I've been able to find extremely talented people that are even better designers now in the last few years that I can just basically give my creative vision to. And I've learned how to really craft that and say, Hey, this is my idea. This is my vision. This is what I'm seeing in my head from all the information I've gathered. This is what I see. And then we're able to collaborate on designs, which makes them even better than what I could do alone. So I don't need to be the world's greatest designer. I just need to go find other talented people like me, combine my work and talent with them. And all of a sudden the work that we're producing really can stand up against anybody. I know you have a bigger mission, a bigger vision. Tell me about bigger mission that you have for yourself. I know I had mentioned that I didn't really have a coach or people to walk me through the steps of business that had built companies before, but I did have a mentor named Larry, who was a huge part of my journey, huge part of my growth, multiple times where he spoke into my life and I listened. And when I made mistakes, he spoke and encouraged me, Hey, this is not the end of it. This is just a way to pivot and keep getting better. So he was a huge part of my, my success as an entrepreneur. And I want to be able to do that same thing, pay that forward. And quick story, I dropped my laptop coming out of my car to get my business license. The day I was going to get my business license, I got out of the car, it slid out of my bag and dropped and just shattered. And that was my livelihood. I had just started like two, three months earlier. Like I was just building momentum and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And he's like, I got a laptop in the shop. Let's go over there and get it. It should be done. And he gave me his laptop. So part of my bigger mission now is I think there's a lot of young people that are out there that don't really understand the skill stacking mentality and the identity shift of, hey, I need to go out there and learn all these different skills, especially if I want to make money online, right? There's money, making money in person, right? Sales and marketing experience and customer service and all the things you have to learn face-to-face -face with people, but then online is a whole other animal. And so there's a lot of skills you got to stack and that takes time. And so I think for me, the person that I want to be able to help the most is going to have a similar mindset to me is they're creative, they're artistic, and they just know they want to use their abilities to do something great in the world. They just don't know how. And so I want to give them that initial platform to go from employee making minimum wage 
to graphic designer making a decent wage to consultant doing what I'm doing today, consulting companies, helping companies grow, getting equity in companies for helping them grow, right? And shift their identity from this employee mindset to a freelancer mindset, to business owner mindset, to then the consultant owner, business owner kind of role rather than running the business. And so I want to give away a million computers with my trainings, with my education, with my platforms on under my Instagraphics brand. And that's why I've been building a community now for just over two years of creatives that we're just, we're all leveling up together. Rising tides raise all ships. And I think it's a great opportunity to take all the 15 years of mistakes and just here you go and give it all away. How do people join that community or how do people reach out to you and connect with you? It's easy to find on Facebook. They can go to Instagraphics Pro Network. Instagraphics is all one word, Pro Network. They can join for free there. Just got to fill out all the questions and then they'll be in the Facebook group. We have an inner circle that's currently closed. I closed the registration. It'll open back up again in May. That's in our own circle platform, similar to what you have in Mighty Networks. And so we have our own platform where I've got a lot of education, training, networking calls, like I'm doing one tomorrow. Every Thursday we do one. We do a lot of cool stuff together, just leveling up and doing life together beyond just the wealth side. We focus on the health and the relationships. And then if you want to reach out to me to talk about branding or rebranding or any of that fun stuff, you can go to my website, adrianboysell.com, B-O-Y-S-E-L. And then my agency is adrianagency.com. So got lots of websites, lots of assets, but those are the main ones is Instagraphics, Adrian Boysell, and then Adrian Agency.